All right. Uh, welcome to another episode of Yeah, But the Pool's Heated with Heather and Tim. Hi. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Finally. Uh, it, yeah. Like, this was one of those uh, weird weeks where it just, like, usually the last couple of weeks feel like they've just been just dragging on as it went. And it was like this week went, like, Monday, Tuesday went real quick. And then I feel like Wednesday and Thursday were their own week. Yeah. You know? Oh, totally. They just went forever. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't know. It's, it's uh, just, I'm happy that it's going to be the weekend. Yeah. Yesterday morning when I woke up, I had that like still half asleep, half awake thing where I was like thinking it was Friday being like, Oh no. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> you that know? sucks. Yeah. Cause there's just, because that's stuck with you all day. Right. You're just, you're never out of that phone. That disappointment. It's you're, <laughs> you got nothing but disappointment ahead of you. Right. Right. There, oh, you know, that sucks. But it's the weekend. But it's good. Yes. Thankfully. And everybody can use it. So um, uh, today, tonight, we have uh, much more, like, you know, we try to do these Relax Fit Thursdays, and we're going to fail on that front tonight. Mm. Um, We're still going to try to keep it shorter than than normal, but we have sort of a more heavier type subject to go over. This This was something Heather's been following, and... There was just really new revelations of the whole story today, and it's disturbing, and it's awful, and, uh, you know, she understands this a lot better than I do because she's been following it, and um, she has explained it to me, and I'm just disgusted by the whole thing, and uh, Heather is going to now, uh, you know, really take you into your Friday in in a good way. I am sorry in advance. Um, so this is a story that I've been following actually on TikTok for a couple of months now. It's just this woman, she's been in the Marines for eight years. And um, at the beginning of 2000, or, well, at the beginning of December of the, just this past year, she made this very kind of revealing, vulnerable video about her. It showed her like getting ready to go to court to face her rapist for the first time, like she hadn't seen him in a year since it happened and they were going to court, um, for her to be able to tell, you know, in front of the judge exactly what happened. And this was somebody who was also in the service. The, this man, yes, yes, who did this to her. So this is a military trial. Now this is a technically one, this isn't one that happens at like this, you know, the Hampton, Hampton County, right? No. Yeah. They have their own, their, their own process when you're in the military. And, um, and she, you know, um, she updated after, after the fact and said that, you know, this person admitted to doing what he did. There's like DNA evidence of it. And, um, that they literally said like the officers, like, well, he's really great at his job. They were going to give him a dishonorable or, or honor, an honorable, honor, yeah. excuse me, an honorable discharge, which meant. He can get out of the military, but he's still going to receive, like... Keeps his rank and all that. Well, and his pay and health insurance and all these different things, and which is just absolute crap, you know? And uh, for for doing something, like, he should be put in jail. Should be put in... I mean, I can't imagine any situation where... Because it's not like you don't... The judge isn't 
it's still a judge, right? right? But the the uh, you know, and I guess they probably have some of the same proceedings where you have jury trials or you have just judge trials. But right. but if you were, do you know that if it's a jury trial, if they are all just there, also there wasn't there wasn't jury. It's just a judge. It was just a judge. Yes. Yeah. And um, imagine in any scenario where somebody in any like you know any sort of whatever kind of situation, but a, a courthouse, a right. supposed. Whatever facade you want to put on it, if you are convicted of rape, right, you admit it, right. and all that, like, that you don't, there's no repercussions. Yeah. Like, it just, you don't, you shouldn't be able to walk out of there that day. Right. Absolutely. And it just shows that the, the amount of cases of sexual, like, horrible sexual harassment or rape that happens in the military that you just do not hear about, it gets swapped under the rug because it's like, it, it tarnishes that narrative of like love our military or soldiers all this like nothing they could never do anything horrible and terrible like this but um so she just found out today um she posted a video just horribly like she was sh it, it broke my heart watching it where um she'd found out that um the the commanding officer the co um um i'm sorry the commanding general like, it went all the way up and up and up saying, like, nope, he's not going to be able to, you know, keep his rank, all of this kind of stuff. Like, the the honorable discharge would mean he would have to get out of the Marines, but then he could go and enlist in the Army, the Air sure. Force, whatever, but he'd have to start over. So, the, it went up and up, and then the commanding general said that, no, you can keep your rank, you can stay in the Marines, and it's just... It's absolutely disgusting. It's like, this is why so many women who have gone through sexual assault never end up saying anything, coming forward about their stories, because it puts you in such a vulnerable spot for people to either not believe you or nothing to happen about it. And then it's like you're forcing yourself to, like, relive and deal with this horrible thing that happened to you, like, for, you know... Just feeling like nobody gave a shit. This is a problem, and obviously we're focusing here on the specific incidents because it's disgusting. But this is a problem just across the board in every industry that we have in this country where people, uh, where, you know, people are sexually harassed and they, you know, I mean, really, I think I would have to imagine just 99% of them. It's women that are getting sexually harassed and they're too afraid to come forward and say anything one because of even either the position that the person is in whether it's like a higher up or something right. like that but also they're they're afraid that they say something maybe somebody takes it seriously mm -hmm. maybe it goes somewhere from there and then it just stops right and then it's all out there and yeah. then you're then you're subject to repercussions right you know yeah, exactly it is is from you know being a male i i can't imagine having to like you know having to consider that being an issue like you know if something happens to like me of just any i'd just be like all right something happened you know but like that's such a vulnerable position to think of being in. yeah you know so this story though hearing about it made me remember and think about what happened just nine months ago um in fort hood texas it's a it's an army base to this woman named Vanessa Gullen. She um, 
she went missing on April 22nd. You know, some of her close friends were really concerned for her um, because she had, she'd been saying that, like, there's somebody at work who had been sexually harassing her. Nothing was happening. Like, there was no, like, it was just like, oh, just brushed under the rug, whatever. They probably hear this multiple times a day. Like, somebody's, like, bothering me or getting too close or whatever. Just swept it under the rug. Um... Vanessa was brutally murdered. Her, she was dismembered. Um, her hair, like her hair was like separated from, from her skull too. Um, her remains were found in a box also burned, burned. Yeah. Um, and the person that had been sexually harassing her by the time the MPs, the military police were approaching like, they were like, they're like, okay, well, we have to question this person now that we totally were ignoring. Um, he, yeah, the, the, he was a 20 year old male, Aaron Robinson. He, he shot himself in the face. Yeah. As the police were approaching him to question him about the whole thing. Right. And imagine just like the level of being like such a bitch about not being able to own up to your own thing that, right. that that's what you do oh it's an absolute gruesome gruesome thing that happened to her um and and yeah nobody listened to her she was trying to say this person has been sexually harassing me and and it was completely ignored and and then they found her body in june of last year it's <sighs> And then, and so basically, so the only person left to charge was it, this guy did it with his girlfriend. Right. Yep. But what kind of like messed up, psycho, crazy shit. psycho person you have to be to be that person's girlfriend? Yeah. And, uh, and, oh, my boyfriend was sexually harassing this chick. Now she's, you know, she's mad at him for sexually harassing him. We're going to have to kill her and, and get rid of the body. Well, like there is a lot of cases, too, where men get aggressive. Like, you know, if he found out, like, oh, she's been trying to report me, saying I'm sexually harassing her. Right. She's trying to ruin my job. Or, you know, when he's actually doing it, oh, my girlfriend's going to find out about it. And she's going to be upset because I can't keep my hands to myself or my comments to myself, whatever it is. And it turns into this thing where it it's like this rage, absolute, you know... It, it it's hard to wrap your head around it, but this the statistics of rape in this country are for uh, women. For women, makes your stomach hurt. Um, it's one in five women they say in their lifetime yeah. will be will be raped or like very very close to it, like that level of sexual assault where. Yeah. If you got away from it, you got very lucky because, like, somebody intervened or something happened. You got lucky. Right. Yeah. And and for men, 20%. I'm like... 20%. 20%. 20 The bonkers. Yeah. It's it's absolutely awful. And men, it's 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 harder to tell those kind of statistics because, like, women, it's hard to, for them to come forward with it. Men are even worse. They, like, almost never come forward. It's such a weird thing because I, I know we were talking about this before because, obviously, like, you, you men can be raped. No one's ever saying that they can't. It's just a different sort of situation. Because mm -hmm. it, it, it's such like a... It's it's just such a weird thing to, to wrap your head around because it's... I have to imagine it's not like an, a situation where you're being strong-armed like, right. like like a woman would Absolutely. be. You know? I feel like it's more of like uh, like either like a black male 
or so, something in, in that way, right. you know, because it's, like if you don't like blackmail, like if you don't do this with me, then I'm going to there's yes, exactly. Right. Some sort of situation like that, because, you know, I, the uh, the ins and outs of just raping different genders is just one doesn't work like the other. Yeah, right. Um, so I know I'm sorry for bringing up such a like it's an important thing to bring up, though. It's an important thing to you know, to say, because, you know, you know, it's not like a million people listen to this podcast, but if one person hears it, that, you know, it like helps or it just does whatever it's, it's an important thing to, to get out there. Cause you don't hear about, you don't hear a lot in the news unless it's like what happened to Vanessa was all over the news. Um, cause it had this like gruesome outcome, but you know, stories of like, um, the first story I was telling you about, like it happens all the time. You don't ever hear about it. So you're not, you, you, if you are to go on, is that, if is that a trending thing on Twitter right now? Is that something that's catching TikTok. on? But like this, but the story can go oh, elsewhere. Sure. Yeah, you know? I'm sure it is. Yeah. You know, I we should check that out to see if if that's because that's, I mean, that's one of those places where it would gain traction because that's a sort of community that would latch out of that be like, oh fuck this shit, right? You know, yeah. And that's you know it's one of the great things about Twitter and that whole thing, but yeah, it's yeah you're not getting that on the five o'clock news. You're probably not going to see that on any sort of. Uh, mainstream cable news network unless it is something that blows up on social media. Yeah, and I was talking to Tim earlier today about how it's just so sad how second nature it is for a lot of women. The the extra steps that they do, you know, like triple checking to make sure your car's locked, looking in the back seat before you get in. Like some women, like even go as far as like, you know, kind of like looking when you're going to walk back towards your car, like making sure there's like maybe nobody hiding under it. Um, and yeah, the, the stories of women getting like followed around at department stores, grocery stores. Um, there was a woman who was just saying like she was shaking, saying like somebody was like following her around the grocery store. They followed her outside were, were like trying to, you know, get her attention saying like, hey, 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 you know, um, uh, you know, can I talk to you for a second? She got freaked out. She didn't want to get in her car and get followed. So she walked back into like a different department store. And when she came back, there was a water bottle on the hood of her car. So she just left the water bottle on there because she didn't notice until she got in her car. And this like person who kind of like deals with a lot of like women getting, um, like assaulted and mm -hmm. these kind of cases he's like detective so that that is a trademark thing where it's like you get in your car and you're like oh shoot somebody like put a water Very, bottle makes you hesitate you well and then you get out back out of your car your right. car doors open and all of that stuff to grab it and then they can grab you oh it's and again it's just something like as you know as a male things that i've never had to even contemplate never had to consider yeah. You know, and so it's, yeah, it's terrifying and horrible. And hopefully, you know, things like this, this woman, they do like get big national attention because, because that's the only thing that's going to sway anything to actually ever happen is if people have people that people that can actually make decisions on things right. can be held accountable to make changes because it's bullshit that, that people have to deal with it. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Really hope, um, really hope that this, this girl is able to, the story gets enough traction to hopefully, you know, to the right people where she can actually feel like there's some justice brought to this. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry for putting such a, like a, 
a down mood at the beginning of it, but it, it is very important to yeah. talk about. Don't these ever kind of apologize issues. for bringing up something that that is important to literally everybody. Yeah, because it's it is important. It is important to talk about. Yeah, we, ha- we all have to be aware of our surroundings and, and don't ever hesitate if something's making you uncomfortable. Tell your friends, tell your family, you know, um, you know, whatever you have to do. So, never, you know, never take things for granted. No, and never be afraid to reach out to people if you think something's sketchy. Right. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, to move on to just greater pastures of this was something like a little lighter of a topic right. because you know it is it is this is a friday episode so let's have a little bit of fun with it <laughs> so let's go back to it's just been all week with this fucking guy right? right back to our goddamn favorite punching bag stupid ass ted cruz ted cruz ted cruz cannot get out of his own way right it let i mean he's one just always an asshole yeah you know so to, like I, you went into this the other night or no i don't know if you went into this specifically the other night but you went into it on twitter i've ever seen that where uh you know obviously all this horrible stuff is happening down in texas and right. it is legit awful yeah. and i don't even the things the videos the pictures that i've seen down there like i don't even uh, like where I don't even understand where you start, right? Because people's homes are just devastated. Yeah, they're just torn apart from this weather, right. and they're probably in these situations where, you know, I bet you they don't have ice insurance or if that's a thing, you know. Yeah, this but kind of weather. This home is, insurance, is yeah. going to be devastating for these people, and you just feel for like I don't even understand where they go from this, right. you know. So. So and again, you made up. You brought up a great point the other uh, the other day on Twitter, where uh, Ted Cruz is he's on record in 2011 as said, you know, uh, after uh, Hurricane Sandy hit the Northeast and places where like New York and New Jersey specifically were devastated. Right. So I, I just remember seeing some of the pictures and, and videos from down there, like. One of like the one of the Jersey Shore piers where the, the oh. Ferris wheel was just in the water. Yeah, that that whole pier oh. like had yeah, it was toast. Yeah, yeah it was gone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and and again, that was one of those things. Natural disaster. Right. People's lives were upended. People died. Right. It was terrible. And Ted Cruz, being the shithead that he is, that he is, voted against federal relief to that area. Yeah. Yeah, and then, of course. Uh, you have all the hurricanes that happened in 2015. He had no problem asking for federal aid. Right now, these uh, these storms are hitting there, and people's just homes, entire well, millions of people across the state, yeah. lives being just totally torn apart. He has no problem asking for federal aid. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it's the like he is one. Ted Cruz is one of the worst politicians. In America, because one, he's not a stupid person. He's like Mitch McConnell. He's a bad person. Right. He's worse than Donald Trump because he knows what he's doing. Donald Trump was seemingly borderline insane, maybe kind of senile, mm. stupid person that people like McConnell and Cruz used to get what they wanted. Right. And they did. They used him and they used his crazy ass base. Right. And now he's, so he's, so now of course he's asking for federal aid there. 
and he's you know a huge piece of shit for that. And there was a great clip from uh, Kate Katie Tur on I believe it was MSNBC or CNN, for whatever it was, um, grilling him on that in 2015 after those hurricanes. Basically said like, hey, but like four years ago you voted against. He's like, well, this was a different situation, and, and I don't think this is the time to be pointing fingers at politics. We just need to help people. It's like, dude, you go fuck yourself. Yeah, hard, exactly. You know? And so, you know, and of course, this is right around the t- same time when Donald Trump is on the campaign trail, called his wife ugly, and Ted Cruz was like, I mean, you have to assume he was kind of like, I guess, you know? <laughs> right. Like, and he'd call a spade a spade, yeah. you know? And because that it was two weeks later, he's making phone calls for the guy. Right. God, what a spineless piece. I can't understand. Like, Texas being this big, bad. Oh, we're in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. Rah, rah, rah. We got big trucks that don't work in the snow and all this stuff. Yeah. How can you pretend to, how can you put on that, like, face, that facade, and then vote for some spineless dick like Ted Cruz? It's that party lines. That's that, that conservative, you know, um, staple that so many, for years and years and years it was. It was just like, oh, as long as there's an R next to their name, right. that's what I'm going to vote for. And Ted Cruz is also one of those pieces of shit that was into the whole birtherism thing yeah. with, with Obama, which, I mean, I still hate that Obama, like, even, like, even played into it at all and released, like, his birth certificate because he should have just told him to go shit in a hat. Right. But it should never be lost to anyone that Ted Cruz was born in Canada. Right. right. It should never be let, you know. Or like, Transylvania because right. how much he looks like, uh... Oh, Eddie Munster? <laughs> yes. And also, remember when he was, uh, he was the last Senate race he was in against Beto O'Rourke? Yeah. And he was, like, giving him shit because he called himself Beto. And Ted Cruz's real name is Raphael. Right. Yeah. That's real name. Yeah. He calls himself Ted to be, like, sort of more normal. And there's nothing normal about that guy. Yeah. No. I mean, he just, he is just, like, if there was a... I wish I had the quote right in front of me. There's a great line from an old politician. I believe he used to be Speaker of the House. And he basically said, like, that he's worked with everyone across the aisle. He's, I believe he's, like, yeah, he was a real anti-weed guy right. now. But I was a huge weed guy. Right. And he was, quote, I said, I'm, like, you've spoken to people across the aisle. I've worked with everybody. Ted Cruz is, like, the most soulless son of a bitch I've ever met in my life. Right. Yeah. It was, uh, um, it Row was. had it. Right, yeah, I just pulled her up because I remembered uh, John. John, uh, Ban- yeah, John, John Banner. <laughs> Say it. So, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. His last name is spelled B O E H N E R. So uh, that yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a speaker of the house. Right. Yeah. He he called him Lucifer in the flesh. He told an audience at Stanford University. Um, this is an old quote, but it says in this thing that I'm reading Wednesday night. I have a Democrat friends and Republican friends. I get along with almost everyone, but I have never worked with a more miserable son of a bitch in my life. Yeah. So. so Ted Cruz sucks. I mean, we all know this. This is not new information. What is new information is, and I don't think we knew this when we were actually recording last night. I don't think we knew this yet. So we got we got done recording, and all of a sudden these reports started coming out that, you know, Texas, middle of this crisis, mm-hmm. people are dying. There was a thread on Twitter last night of people that were walking to a store. They found a woman frozen to death on the side of the sidewalk. Oh, I haven't heard that one. It's horrible. <gasps> it's horrible what's happening there. And then these reports come out of Rafael Cruz getting on a plane to Cancun with his family. Right. And for, and you know, again, 
for like four days. He was supposed to come back Saturday. He was just trying to get out all incognito. And again, like, dude, you're not like wear a beanie because nobody's not seeing that mullet. The, the little fake kind of quasi mullet you tried to give right. yourself. So there's no way. So people got together. People saw him. They put it up on social media, mm-hmm. obviously. Right. And then it was, uh, I think, uh, oddly enough, confirmed by Fox News. Right. Because his office was silent. Right. They wouldn't respond to anything. And I think what they're they're because they had to have known if it got out that he'd have to come back and he'd have to come back quick. Absolutely. And so and so that was like the whole thing where basically they they just didn't respond to anything. And what, then once it became a big deal, which was immediately like he, I, I bet you he like had to have seen things blowing up before he was able to put his phone on airplane mode. He was like, shit. And he right. just like looking back at the person who took the picture of him. He's like, oh. God damn it. Right. Like put like a hat on or something. Jesus. Well, his original plan was to fly back on Saturday, but this morning at six, or well, not, well, by the time you guys hear it. So Thursday morning at 6 a.m., he, um, made a, he changed his flight, made a new one to, to come back today. So Yeah, because he had to. Right, yeah. Yeah, original, because yeah, the original plane flight that he had had booked with his family was to come back Saturday. Yeah. And so then, you know, of course, at first the story was, oh, I was just escorting my family down there overnight and my plan was to always come back. Right. Um, you know, the next day, which is just easily debunked if you could just look at the plate records you know that that's just it no like everybody knows you're just full of shit just come clean with it right. right so then he has to be interviewed he gets interviewed i believe it's like outside his house in houston i think and you could hear people like yelling from the streets like reside and all you know and he basically said like yeah it was a mistake to do that i shouldn't have tried to do that you know i thought um and basically, at what point, then laid it all on his daughters. So, like, well, my daughters really wanted to go someplace warmer because we were, like, you know, we didn't have electricity. They're and, suffering from, you know, the... Right. And so, like, that's one of those... And I, from the daughter's standpoint, I don't know how old they are, but they're not, like... They're not, like, teenagers at high school, I don't believe. Because remember, his, like, daughter was just so grossed out from him on the uh, campaign. Right. She was, like, a little girl. Yeah. So, like, I'm saying they're at most... The oldest one's probably, like, 13 or 14. Yeah. Right? So, I totally get where those kids are coming from. Like, yeah, Dad, this sucks. We live in Texas. It's freezing now. Right. But there, I, somebody, I forgotten to follow up with it, like, or do some more research, but they're saying, like, his original story to come right back is bullshit. Uh, anyway, well, because it. you have to take a, you have to take, like, a, get a COVID test done and be negative. For 72 hours. Right. Absolutely. Right. So, oh, yeah. I mean, again, the amount of holes in his storage, the whole thing doesn't make any sense. Right. So, um, so base, what was I saying? So, I just totally lost my train of thought there. About about him just being, like, throwing his daughter kind of like, Oh, that's what it was, right? Yeah. So I could totally see where the daughters were coming from. Like, yeah, this sucks. We're living in Texas. It's, like, four degrees outside. Yeah. We don't have power right now. And, you know, we're not one of these minions people. Like, let's get out of here. Yeah. I, I get that. And I can understand Ted Cruz saying, yeah, well, get my family out of here. You know, what I don't understand is when you are one of two senators in a state that is under national emergency mm-hmm. and people are dying and they're freezing, there is no fucking way that you leave that state. You have to be on the ground. You should be in, you should be 
like out there trying to help in any way possible. Yeah. Like, because again, that's one of those things. When you are like, when you're a senator, you have obviously there's only a hundred of them in the whole country. Mm. You have sway. Like, you can call somebody and say, like, we need this shit right now. Like, and you need to, you need to be in the area. You can't just be calling from the beach and can't could be like, hey man, I think they need more hot water in Austin. Go fuck yourself. Um, you just that just. I mean, the amount of just bullshit that is. And if he actually gave a shit, his wife, Heidi, their daughters, I just looked it up, they're 10 and 12 years old. Oh, pretty It's not like they're little kids. I'm pretty sure she would have been able to handle flying with... You, you would know, like to think she'd been able to just fly with her children. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's just a bunch of bullshit. But, like, something else that I saw, like, in... Um, talking about how bad things are in texas is like there's been so many houses catching on fire and because the water lines underground are frozen too like it showed this house where it's like the fire department could do nothing because oh. the hose that they usually like hook right. it up to the fire hydrant i was confused how this was coming back to houses being on fire because of the pipes under the ground were frozen <laughs> i was like well, that's weird. How did that cause that? They can't even put the house. Yeah, so they, they can't. Yeah, the firefighters can't even do it with the water. Oh, that's. Yeah, they just have no choice but to really just watch. Yeah, you and know? Um, this this mother was out. Um, I I think it was early. She was trying to get some groceries, see if she could find anything. But all the stores are pretty much bare there. And her three children and her mother were in the house. They were using the fireplace as a way to stay warm. And she comes back to the house, and her house is on fire, and she had to be restrained to keep her, like, people trying to keep her from, like, going in there. And I guess, I think she got in there for a minute at first, and then she got, like, pretty bad burns on her. Yeah. And, yeah, and they're like, no, you, you know. Smoke, smoke asphyxiation and all that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah and her, um, I guess it was, like, her friend was staying with them, too, and those, they were the only survivors was the mother and it was her her mother like the kid's grandmother and then the three elementary school age children all died in the <gasps> are you shitting me oh it's terrible oh god yeah and it's like and this and all this we got to get out of here but this yeah. is but this is a bigger issue for a different night as to why this whole this is this is just on a grand scale, a, a very unfortunate realization as to why Texas's stubborn stance on being a standalone, you know, self-sufficient energy, you know, their own, their own grid, right. right? Their own thing. They do not allow help from outside, you know, anything. Right. And this is a really, you know, shining example as to why you just should have other people, you know, have some, have some lifelines, right. you know? So, you know, um, you know, this is, this is it for us for, for Couple the days. weekend. Yeah. So hopefully when we come back, um, for our Monday episode, we have some hopefully more positive news. We're, we're not, I refuse to come back on Sunday night and only talk about things that make me sad. Yeah, exactly. So. And as much as I love dunking on Ted Cruz, just still talking about it makes me sad. Yeah, that's why I was like... <laughs> this wasn't nearly as fun as I thought it was going to be. Ugh. Yeah, like it was sometimes you know, like talking about things that are going on, the real yeah. stuff in the world, it's it, not always fun and easy. It's not always fun and easy, but it just has to happen. And I yeah. can't shy away from that shit just because it's not fun. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just like we had our fun yesterday being able to... Uh... <laughs> we did have fun yesterday. <laughs> that was wild. All right. So, uh, well, we hope everybody has a great weekend. Yeah. Have fun, and we will see you guys again on Monday morning. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.